Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 87 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with three-fifths of the In Kicks We Trust team. Kev, how's it going? What's going on, everyone? Juan, what's going on? Hello, everyone. Sorry about last week. I accidentally took a Advil PM and passed out. <laughs> Kali had some good fun at your expense on that one. And I know. I know. <laughs> it's okay, Juan. You deserve the nap, right? That's right. <laughs> And this week we are joined by Mo. So Mo's a local sneakerhead in Hamilton, out where Kevin Rich lives. So um, we've known him for quite a while. Uh, he used to work at the Nike store. So uh, Mo and I have known each other for years too. So Mo, welcome to the podcast, man. Uh, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate you jumping on. I know you've done some custom work for me, so I'm, uh, I'm excited to talk about that a little bit as well. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but let's start this off like we always do with our wares and pickups. So Kev, why don't you start it off? Yeah, sure. Okay, so where's this past week? I, I rocked Dunk Low, I guess the Goldenrod, that black and yellow, the, I don't know, I just still call it the Wu-Tang Lows, but Goldenrod Dunk Low, Air Max One, Evolution of Icons. I also rocked Nike Dunk Low, the Michigan State pair, and then Green Glow Slides, you know, every once in a while. My Air Max One IDs, you know, the K, the ones with the K-Man on it. Then I also rocked Air Max One Lemonades. Yesterday, I rocked Jordan 3, uh, the Retro 88 pair. And then today, I rocked by Jordan 1, Emma Meniers. And in terms of pickups, like I said, I haven't had many pickups lately. I'm trying to just take it easy. But one of the main reasons is, you know, and I mentioned this a couple episodes ago that I copped those uh, Mars Yard overshoes and I had them Kanatsky-ified, I guess. So the sole swap. But I finally got him in hand, so here is the finished product. Sorry if you guys can't see that, but he sole swapped the Terra Vista freeze sole to the Mars Yard upper, which has the overshoe removed. Beautiful pair. I love it. <laughs> man, like... It's a nice shoe, man. I love the Mars Yard. Obviously, I'm not paying whatever the crazy resell is for the 2.0 or the 1.0 for that matter. But, you know, the, art, the overshoe is kind of like the poor man's version and i mean it's literally a it's literally a mars yard 2.0 underneath that overshoe with the exception of a few details and then kanatsky you know he lowered the tongue he re-sewed the back tab because you know in the inside it when when it comes it's actually super long so he had to cut the tab down and he actually i don't know like if you can see that x stitch there what he was doing on previous pairs was he was gluing it but then he noticed that the material of the tab uh, with the glue, it didn't hold properly or didn't bond properly. So it would eventually, I guess, become unglued. So he told me, you know, he started manually sewing them. And it's crazy because if you feel this back heel portion, it's like stiff, man. Like, I don't know how he got a sewing needle through that manually, but he did it, man. And it was crazy, but yeah, he did an amazing job. So anybody who's already gotten a soul swap from him or doing the conversion, you are in for a treat, man. But of course, for me, you know, I can't leave perfectly good midsoles to go to waste. So I took that Mars Yard midsole that was removed from there. If, if anybody knows the shoe, it's a blue midsole on the uh, overshoe. 
And I took that midsole and I put it on the Air Trader 1 SP. But I also took, I got him to take off the strap that was on the SP and I told him to put the Mars Yard strap on it. So a little bit of a Konatsky hybrid custom there, if you will. Uh, oh, and I also got him to take off, there was a, um, like a tongue, what do you call that? Like a lace, like a tongue lace loop piece there. I got him to remove that, switch the laces up. A couple of small details if you can see it, but the swoosh I got him to paint red. But yeah, just a little Frankenstein hybrid action there. Just because I couldn't let that midsole go to waste and I just easy shit to do with it. So super happy with both pairs. Kanatsuki is the man. Shout outs to him. But uh, yeah, those were my wares and pickups. I love that trainer pair. And that's probably going to be so comfortable with that midsole on it now. It is actually. It's crazy. That mid, like both the midsoles are insane. You know what I mean? Like, you know, surprisingly, the, the Terra Vista has that similar SFB midsole on it. So it kind of works perfectly. But uh, yeah, it's super comfortable. Love it. And then obviously the, the Mars Yard one is just insanely comfortable. So amazing job that he did. Like I literally just came to him with a vision and he's like, mm, I don't know, I'll see if what I can do and we'll get the pairs in hand. I'm like, you know what, just do your thing. If you can, you can, if you can't, you can't, no big deal, but let's just give it a shot anyways and see what happens with it. It's a dope little Frankenstein thing, man, there. Love it. <laughs> Thank you, man. Juan, what about you? Well, I did pick up some stuff. I actually won on sneakers. I think every a lot of people are able to win those Coral Lows, the Stage Vitae's uh, one high. You guys know me. They're both Jordan ones, so that's like a no-brainer. But if you look at like all the details in the shoe, there's great execution. I only probably bought the Stage so I can give some rest to the Shadow ones. Kind of like one of those things where I'm like, yeah, let me give it a break. For wears, I wore red ones, top three ones, purple pigeons. I wore these... Um, supreme north face slides that i got they're not as comfortable as the easy slides but they are fairly comfortable because i could walk everywhere around with them and yeah that's all i did for this week i really like those coral one lows yes yo really nice uh, like they're really growing on me yeah it's a great pair for sure i love yeah just that uh i guess yeah they call it coral whatever that pinkish hue color looks really good man yeah i'm really liking that pair i'm thinking about it <laughs> are they are they uh, relatively available? I know they've been dropping randomly here and there. People are picking up like I seen livestock had a drop, you know, randomly or whatever in store, and then so did size or something, and then they dropped on normal or whatever. I guess with the delayed shipping of all the uh, of all the stores getting their pairs. Yeah, I'm not serious. I haven't really seriously looked at like actually getting a pair, but I, you're right, Kev. I think because of the delayed drop, they're slowly starting to drop in stores. Mm -hmm. So see, I haven't personally gone after one yet but i think it'll be i think there's probably going to be a couple more releases of them just once pairs start to roll in yeah sounds like it shouldn't be too hard to get if you really want them yeah exactly so i have some time to think about it and if not we'll go see our friends over at ebay yeah exactly nice good week one mo what about you what have you been rocking this week and uh any pickups recently so no no pickups uh i've actually been uh cooling down on the pickups and uh you know trying to save the money right so but I have been rocking a lot of the stuff that I've just been storing, like my Concords and 11 IEs and the black and in the white, the white Concord. I wore my 72 tens the other day and I don't know, I was just wearing my 11s this whole entire week for some reason, just pulling them out of boxes like, okay, I'm going to wear this today and I'm going to wear this today. And, you know, I have a lot of stuff that I can uh, on DS right now. And I'm just like, man, what am I going to do with these sneakers? So 
I got to just wear them. Wear them all day, lifting boxes and just walking upstairs. <laughs> well, get them, yeah, get get the rotation set, you know, like when you do peek at your pairs and you're like, oh, you know, you, you, you haven't worn this one in a while, like maybe set it aside and get that in the rotation, you know? Yeah, I have a, I have a lot to do that too, so. Yeah, we'll definitely get into the collection part of things because uh, I'm excited to hear about that. But yeah, I mean, when you have a lot of pairs, it's kind of hard to, to wear them all, right? So you kind of just have to go through. And then you forget about them sometimes, right? So when you start wearing like one model, then you're like, oh, wait, but I got this 11. I got this 11. That's kind of, I feel like that's one of the reasons why, like with the Air Max 1s, when I have them in a rotation, I'm like, oh, but I have this Air Max 1 as well. And you kind of like have a couple of those same models in the same rotation. So I feel you on that. Yeah, the, my Concords are, it's like almost an everyday. Like I wear those almost every single day and I have multiple pairs of them. And what am I going to do with multiple pairs? I'd rather just beat a couple of them up just to know that I wore them. So, and, and sorry, which year is the one that you're currently walk, rocking the most? I am rocking the, what year is it? 2009? I think. Oh, no. So with the lower patent cut. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Dope. Yeah. I have, uh, I, I picked up a couple of the new ones with the higher patent. Mm-hmm. But I uh, haven't had a chance to wear them yet, so mm, waiting, just waiting. <laughs> I know what you mean. I, I always rock my. I, I think mine's a little old, uh, newer, but it's like 2012. I want to say or 2011 was the last Concord with the lower patent leather. Is that the one with the purple plastic thing on it? Yeah, the, yeah, with the, the shoe that, trees, right? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I, I, I think it might be. I think it's like 2011. I want to say. Yeah, I think you're right. 2011 or 2012, something like that. That was when, you know, a lot of the, the I don't want to say riots, but like yeah. you know, a lot of the lineups got fucked up in all, all yeah. across North America. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got rushed at the door for those when I was working at Foot Locker. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> those, yeah, those must have been fun <laughs> days for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. My man, my assistant who was in, who was like a pretty hard ass, was like not feeling well that day and literally just like was didn't control the line. And I was like part time at that time. And there was like. 50 guys just like trying to rush us for tickets i was like what the hell is this man crazy days man i like uh, it's it's funny but, how you know how things have evolved that was a christmas drop yes yeah, yeah. yeah. nuts crazy absolutely crazy but I, I i agree with you mo i still wear that pair a lot too i have the i don't remember what the newest year was 2000 and yeah, uh, eighteen. I, like I think it was seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, 18, I think it was eight. It was eighteen. Yeah, it was eighteen. I have that pair too, and I like. I never wear it. Like I just never, never wear it. So yeah, like it's it's there. And and the only reason I bought it is because my buddy was getting married, so he needed it for his grooms uh, groomsman. Mm-hmm. And his brother-in-law at the time is, or sorry, not at the time, but still his brother-in-law. <laughs> um, <laughs> he um he was he was gonna wear something different, and I was like, well, he's my size. Why don't you just take my pair? Like I was actually considering s- skipping on them, but when he told me that, I'm like, oh no, I'll, for sure I'll get a pair then. Yeah, absolutely. Like he can just wear my pair. It's like was trying to be so careful. I'm like honestly, like just wear the things. Like have a good time in them. Like you can't have one groomsman not wearing. Yes, the concords like you I can't agree. have if three or four have them the fourth one has to have it at, at whatever cost. it's it's all or nothing exactly uh and sorry that's the one with the 45 on the back right that's the 45 on the back yeah what, what are you guys thoughts on that for the 45 instead of the 23 you guys feeling that like the 45 no? the 45 i changed it I you did able, yeah i was able to take it off the 45 and that's why i bought two because i wanted to keep one at 45 and change the other one to 23 it took me a while to find a proper stencil, but I was able to find it. I forget who I got it off of. It was when I was on Instagram. I saw it 
And I was just like, yeah, I'm going to cop it. So I copped it, did all the work myself, and yeah, it looks pretty good. Dope. We'll have to get into a little bit of your custom stuff too. So we will definitely get into the custom stuff because most done two things for me specifically. And I'll save the stories, but I have pictures that I'll definitely post because one of them was really dope because he did it. You did more. I don't remember if you, you did one for my uh, my buddy for his girlfriend got it for his anniversary. And he did a custom pair of white, white Air Forces. I think I saw the picture. She did a really dope job on those. So remember. Yeah, I think I still have the picture. I'll definitely post it. But yeah, you did a really cool job on those. So I'll, I'll be excited to, to discuss that a little bit. But yeah, good week, Mo. And I, I'm you changed the 45 on those Concords, man. That's that's pretty crazy, actually, because I, I was not a fan of that. I, it made absolutely no sense. Like, there's really no tie-in to it. So it was, he, was he, he was wearing the... No, he wasn't wearing 11s at the time when he was wearing 45, right? Or was it was it like a little bit of a crossover? There was a crossover. He wore the lows against Orlando a couple times, rolled his ankle, and then changed into the, the breads. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Because I, I yeah that that it, that was strange because there wasn't really a big tie into that specific model. So yeah, didn't make much sense to me. But can't sleep on a pair like that, right? Not at all, man. Nice. Rich isn't here, so I mean, hopefully my wares will be good enough for everyone. Um, we know it. We know it won't be. It won't be. It, it won't be. I'm sure Rich has how many pairs stashed away ready for this. So yeah, and that's no disrespect to you, Trev. Is just none of us could. None of us could uh, <laughs> fill that. We we can't fill those. We can't fill those shoes. See what no. I did there? Ah 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 ah. Okay. So in terms of wares this week, I actually had quite a few. So we'll go backwards. So today I wore the Air Max One. Have a Nike day. Trying to go through some Air Maxes. I've been doing that recently, Kev, where it's been kind of Air Max heavy a little bit. Yesterday, I wore the Air Max 1 Just Do It. Uh, oh, yeah. That, the orange one you have, right? The orange one, yeah. yeah that's, I love that pair. I love that pair, man. It's so bright and like all the small details and patches and little swooshes. Just, mm-hmm. I remember when it came out, it was like not many people were looking for it. Like, I remember it's kind of similar to what's going on now, where it was like there was a really small release of it. So they sold out quickly. Yeah. But they were like a big, it was a big thing, like Foot Lockers, Nikes, all of those guys got them, right? So this stock just kind of came in slowly. And I remember I had left Foot Locker at that point, but I remember harassing a buddy. I was like, yo, these are coming in. I need a 12. I know you're going to get them. I need a 12. Yeah. I think I made the mistake. I, and I mentioned it probably on the pod before is that yeah. like, I thought they would be around and I would just double back on them later. And I just, like, now the prices have gone up and like they're not as easily uh, to get as before and yeah i just like all the subtle details like you mentioned like all those little patches are very reminiscent of the 90s advertisements you know and all that it's just it's super dope man yeah great pair it's so well done like i mean even to see the shoe in hand like it's actually like a nice leather on the shoe too which is surprising for that kind of stuff like normally it's not that nice of a leather leather when it's a big gr but it's a good leather and like all the small details and patches and swooshes like it's just so well done i just every time it's one of those things where every angle of the shoe you look at you're like that's really cool that's really cool this is dope like it's just so so much about it that's really cool so every time i wear that i'm like yes love this pair i also wore 11s this week mo i wore my cool gray 11s from 2010 the other day with the wizard shorts i saw that nice little nod right (laughs) i thought i was looking at michael jordan's legs there for a second i was (laughs) Well, you know, that's the only important time Michael Jordan played in the NBA, right? This yeah. time with the Wizards. But it, you know what? And it was like, it was that combo that kind of like drew me to that cool gray too. Like when he rocked those yeah. with the Wizards, I was like, man, that's so fire and gray, like beautiful colorway. And 
I just remember having to get those, and I still have. I actually still have that OG pair. It's crazy. Yeah, which is is pretty crazy. Yeah, I wore sock darts, Kev. Okay, sock darts. Easy, I know you Trent. and you. I know you and I are big fans of sock darts. The other guys on the podcast who don't like sock darts aren't here, so that worked out <laughs> well this week. Yeah, I have an old pair. I have a pair that I got from NetMag. It's just basically like a safari print, like a white and black safari print all over. I don't wear it very often, but I like they're so comfortable. Like, and you don't see them around that much anymore. Like they, there was no. a big sock dart phase at one yeah. point. Yeah, back when the Presto um, phase was in like 2015, kind of. I think 16 ish. Yeah, and maybe like a, back when the Harachis were back on the rise yep. too. Like they started bringing a lot of those yep. back and a lot of the colorways back. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was around then. But like, man, so comfortable. And they have that like Presto sole, so like very very comfortable. Yeah. On Saturday, I went and checked out Full Court 21 downtown. So got to see our friend Josh and Shireen. So I wore my Kobe 6 nice. All-Stars. Ooh, easy, easy. Original, like original pair too. Yeah, the OGs. I actually kind of had a, had a hard time deciding what to wear because I was like, okay, I'm going to wear some like actual basketball shoes today. So it was between yeah. those, the KD4 All-Star Galaxies. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I love that pair too. Good I think pair. The, other one, the other one I was going to do was the Entourage LeBron 8s. Ooh, that's wow. a good one too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good choice. And you, <laughs> that gal, like, and you know what, the KD4, I just love that model too, that silhouette. So nice. Yeah, but I, I think I made the right decision with the Kobe's. And I brought up my uh, my Rockets, the pinstripe shorts with that. Yeah. Were you kind of secretly hoping that someone would get injured and be like, oh, we need a guy to sub in? Hey, this guy looks like he plays basketball. He's got no, <laughs> the no. shorts and the shit. Yeah. <laughs> You know how we talk about me being brittle on this podcast? Oh, right, right. I'm right, watching yeah. these guys play, and I'm like, how, like these guys look like they're going to hurt themselves. Like, their feet are sliding on the court. I'm like, that just looks dangerous. I'm too fragile to do that. <laughs> Your ankles are just breaking, like, while watching them play, basically. Yes, exactly. <laughs> there was one kid that was on there, and he, uh, he like, rolled his ankle, and he was, he was younger. He was definitely younger. I think his name was Mo, but he... Um, he took like an elbow to the chest and he was Ooh. like, the guys were like, that were bigger and were, had played a lot. were like really bullying this guy, like, yeah. like just on the court, like, you know, like they were all good after they've stopped playing, but it was just, I'm watching this. I'm like, man, like I'm not cut out for this. How did I ever <laughs> do this when I was a kid? Yeah. I, you know, when you're younger, you're a little bit more fearless and a little bit more adrenaline is going through your body and stuff like that. As you get older and these little kids or the younger guys are kind of running circles around you. It's just, almost demoralizing now you know even when you go to the Y just for you know pick up game and these you know youngins are just running back and forth and you're like man trying to catch your breath after the first like possession you still gotta go man like you still gotta keep going ball is yeah. life and i know ball is life. i know right, i know if it was an indoor court i'd make do but like watching these guys on outdoor courts a lot of them look like their shoes are run down too so they really look like they're sliding on the court and i'm like oh man this just looks so dangerous like I'm going to break an ankle. It puts a lot of perspective. Like when I used to play when I was younger and then you have these older guys, right. You know, mm-hmm. uh, at the time, I guess, you know, they were in their maybe, you know, mid thirties, which we thought were, was old at the time, right. Yeah. Maybe hitting forties. And we're just like, you know, how are these guys like, you know, scoring so much and whatever, like you learn all these tactics as you get older, because you don't have the endurance and the stamina to run back and forth. So you make do with the moves that you got. And, um, you know, you let them run back and forth, but you can still score other ways, right? Like, I don't want to say like all of them were dirty, but they had their moves where you can bully guys around with your size and, you know, yeah. and that, that sort of thing. So all I'm yeah. saying is that if we ever play a game of pickup basketball, Mike Williams is on my team. You guys put enough <laughs> 40 and 20 double doubles. Like, come on now. 
I think you'd have to have me on your shoulders to play against Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not playing against him. I'm playing with. Oh, him. you're playing with him, right? Right. Okay. There's no way I'm going. He's. I'm not stopping him from getting uh, from forty and twenty. That guy's gonna yeah. go for hundred and fifty if I'm playing him. <laughs> That's facts. Shout out to Mike, though. <laughs> So we talked about earlier, I don't know, I can't remember if it was on the recording or not, but we talked about the Rogers outage that Canada had on Friday. So <laughs> I had tickets for the weekend concert on that day at the Rogers Centre. Hence, okay. there was only Rogers cellular and wireless service in the arena. <laughs> so that was a real bummer to go down for and the concert to be postponed. But I brought out my Air Jordan 1 breads for that. So. Nice. Yeah, very, very nice to have those back and wear them. But the concert being canceled was a real bummer. I'm not going to lie. Man, that sucks. Well, you said it was just postponed, right? So there will be a makeup at some point? At some point, yes, there should be a makeup. So it just, it's just, it sucks. It's like every other concert in the city took place that night. <laughs> Except yeah. for that one, because it's it's owned by Rogers. They only had Rogers in the building, so... Which makes sense, you know, I guess. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't that bad for me. It's just kind of, I'm not going to lie. The next day I, came, I went down for uh, full court 21 and uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It was a little hard to get myself back up and on the train and get back downtown after <laughs> leaving so disappointed the night before. Other than that, or, or my Air Max 1 Concepts, the heavy pair, Air Jordan 3, infrared 23 3s, Air Max 90, oh, yeah. obviously every week. Yeah. Same with my Air Max 90 infrareds. Nice. Uh, still been wearing the Air Max 90 Duck Camel. Haven't taken it from downstairs yet. I did forget I wore my Air Jordan 6 Carmines this week. Okay. And Crocs. I had a busy sneaker week. Yeah, like, yeah, I wore did, a man. lot of shit. Like, I feel like I was out every day wearing something. So, well, I don't know what happened there. but Good rotation, Trev. I like it. And two pickups. Kev's got one and I've got the other. So, I don't have the one pickup with me. Picked up a pair of, uh, oh, what are they called? Epic Reacts for my girlfriend. I don't know if you remember a couple months back or maybe a little bit more than that, I bought her like a cheap pair of all black Nike runners. I can't remember if I showed them on here or not, but nothing special. So I just, those weren't working for her. So I bought her a pair that was actually cushioned properly. So she's wearing those. And the second pickup is also for her. Kevin was able to help me acquire the Air Jordan 3 Neapolitans. Ah, oh, they're such a good pair, man. Like I just, I'm, it's clean, I'm, man. It's I'm super so clean, disappointed. Honestly. I can't get them in my size. I think um, I know you don't have them in hand. I'm kind of looking at them right now, but yeah, just the the light pink, obviously. I guess uh, what's what are they calling it? They call it uh, oh atmosphere. Yeah, that's right. All the the shoes with pink on it are called atmosphere. But yeah, no, I thought this uh, the the elephant print part was a lot darker brown in the pictures, but it's not. It's like it almost looks like the shape. mocha, right? Like it's almost basically the same as what was on the mocha. If I yeah, but not mistaken. as dark though. So they do call it mocha on here, but it's. I don't know. Maybe it's my eyes. I don't know. But it's, is that a cream and pink sole, or is it a white? It's cream. Yeah, it's cream. It's like yeah. a sale sale midsole with pink. So it's not exactly white. And yeah, like it's mocha, but it's not like the mocha that you would see on the mocha threes. It's a little bit of more of a gray. I don't know if I, I don't know if I'm trying to if I'm describing it properly or my camera is not showing that properly. But no, I see. No, super clean pair though, man. Like the bottom is definitely mocha, but the elephant is not as brown as I thought it was in the pictures. Yeah, it's like even almost more black, but then again, I, I feel like I thought the same thing when I had the mochas in hand, but I, I mean, again, I haven't looked at them recently. So yeah, this year I really felt with the ladies, I'm not gonna lie, because 
like that pair. Like I, I know I talked about the uh, the bubblegum pair as well. The, the ones that came out a couple, maybe four or five months ago. I really like that colorway and I thought that looked good. So I was disappointed not to get that. But those Neapolitans, man, super, super clean. Like yeah, super nice. clean. Not bad in terms of quality too. Yeah. Leather's, I, yeah, leather's decent. It's not like amazing, amazing. But yeah, it's, it's, um, it's nice though. The girl, when we were in, I think we were, we were in some resale shop and I picked them up. And I was like, I really like these. Just wish they came my size. She's like, well, these are cute. I'd wear these. So all I heard was, I want these. Go get them yeah. for me. So it's like, okay, all right. One of us needs to have it. Yeah, glad we could make that work. Yes, thank you for the assist, Kev. You're welcome. That's all for me. Dope. Yeah, crazy, crazy week, man. So, I mean, without Rich and the pickups, I mean, I think we did pretty well in terms of the wares and... We held down the fort, I think, so we'll, we'll see what Rich has to say. And hopefully if Kali is able to join us later, he'll uh, he'll be able to, um, you know, share some of his wares and pickups if he's got any. But, you know, again, like we mentioned, we've got a special guest, uh, Mo. He goes way back. You know, he knows Trev and Rich for quite some time. Fellow, you know what, I should ask you too. You're from Hamilton, right? So what do they call people from Hamilton? Are they called Hamiltonians? Is it Hamiltonians? Hamiltonians. Hamilton. <laughs> okay. Because I always say, like, Hammerheads or something like that, or <laughs> I don't know. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, no, we have Mo, and uh, we're gonna get a little bit into you know his collection, and you know we'll talk about the custom stuff too. But first off, you know we always ask uh, our guests, you know, where their sneaker journey began. So Mo, if you can share a little bit about you know what are some of the favorite brands, models, colorways that maybe that you grew up on that got you into sneakers. Uh, wow, well, it's gonna bring me way back. I was like in grade six, uh, however old you were in grade six, it was 92, 91. But this kid came to school with a pair of Jordan six ons, black and infrared six. And I was like, man, like, what are those Jordans? He's like, yeah, man, those are the new Jordans. And I was staring at his feet the entire time during class. And I never got a pair. By the time I was able to get a pair, the eights came out and I was just like, ah, oh. I don't want the eights. What are these two strap things on it? I don't want the eights. I want the ones with the holes in the tongue. So yeah, everything. they were they were definitely like a, a thing of beauty. That six. I think you know what? I think we might be the same age. Um, in grade six, yeah, in ninety one. I think I was also in grade six. So are you a seventy nine baby? I'm an eighty two baby. Eighty two. Okay, so we're close. We're close. But anyway, sorry to interrupt. But yeah, so you got the eights with the straps. Definitely not the same thing. I agree with you. You know, the shape of the six, those two holes in the tongue, that, you know, that tab on the back, it just had this futuristic look to it for sure. So I ended up grabbing the eights. And at that time, I was growing like a weed, right? And I was able to wear those eights for about a month. And then they were sent to the Philippines. Oh, man. <laughs> what did, after a month, what, what did you do? You got in trouble or something? What was that all about? It, it was, I got, like, I grew, man. I just grew. I just kept on growing. Right, and so I, it just you just didn't yeah. fit you anymore. So basically, you gave yeah. him away. I gave him away, man. No, our parents just send them away, bro. Like that's what happens to me too. My that's it. Like, oh, he doesn't wear it anymore. They send them to the Philippines, bro. That's it, man. That's it. They just sent them to the Philippines, and there goes your shoes, right? But my true, true story of like when I started collecting would probably be like the, the tens. I had to take the bus like an hour to Limeridge Mall get there at 845 just to pick up a pair of tens on a clearance rack for 50 bucks wow nice nice well i mean the price is obviously uh you know that's something that you never really see that uh that much anymore clearance for jordans especially but which tent was it the uh was it the the steels steel tens with the toe cap oh nice 
I don't know if Kanatsky could do it, but if he could do it, I want that toe cap up my tens. I've seen, you know what? Unfortunately, you don't have IG. We'll have to connect, you know, just, uh, you know, regular means. But he's done, I, I don't want to say, I'll have to go back and look, but he he redid something on an Air Max for somebody with a toe cap, I want to say. So we'll have to connect. I'll have to look back into his feed. But I, I want to say yes, because Kanatsky can pretty much do anything. But I'll go back and look to confirm with you. But yeah, no, like you want to put that toe cap on the 10 because the release pairs didn't come with that, right? Or what, they released some and then... What was the story with that toe cap? Honestly, I just remember when I had that shoe, it had the toe cap. And then mm-hmm. when it released, it didn't. And then I looked down at my feet. It was like, something's different. <laughs> I was like, there's no yeah. toe cap. Like, yeah, it was something like Jordan didn't like that. So they maybe recalled a bunch of them or they, the next batch or whatever the case was. They just never released again with that toe cap. So, yeah. But that was the thing for you. You wanted the toe cap one. You went to Leverage Mall. You lined up 845 in the morning. And what? Sorry, what day was like you were, you were no, what, I, like... I was on the bus and I got to the mall before it closed. So it was like 8.45. Oh, in the evening. Yeah, in the evening. And I was just like, man, I got to choose. And uh, yeah, I ended up picking them up. Last pair, 11 and a half at the time. And yeah, it was grade, what, seven, eight? Man, I don't know. That was a long time ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh, no, and, and that basically you know, blossom this, uh, I guess, obsession that you have now with, with sneakers. That was the collection. That's when, no, sorry, that's where the collection started, you were saying. Yeah, man. It was over after that. And then <laughs> I just wanted everything after that. Try to find, like, random jobs to do, cutting my neighbor's lawn just to try to make money just to buy shoes. You know, coming home with a brand new pair of shoes and my mom going, you got new shoes again? Can you eat your shoes? No. <laughs> they didn't oh. understand, man. They, they, you know, I mean... They were right, but at the same time, you know, you're a kid and that's what you're obsessed with. And that's what you, I mean, you worked to get it. It wasn't like you, you know, it wasn't like you stole them or anything. Like you worked hard to get those shoes and you saved up for that pair. Exactly. But I feel you, man. Yeah. It was just one of those things was an obsession. Everything that you put your effort into was to get those sneakers. And I feel you on that, man. So, I mean, you grew up in Hamilton, right? Yes. Born and raised. So... I mean, you're you're talking about you know Jordan tens on clearance at Limeridge Mall. But what was the sneaker culture like then in comparison to now? Or like, what was it like growing up in Hamilton in terms of sneakers? So like, it was quiet. It was very quiet. There was like me and a few other people who are really deep into collecting. And when I'm talking about collecting, it's like I'll see you at Foot Locker. I'll see you at Champs. You know, and those are the only places where you could really go. Jackson Square had a couple stores and you would walk in there and the guy would know me already and he'd be like, what size do you want? On release date of like certain Jordans. And he's like, what size do you want? I was like, oh, give me a 12. And he's like, yeah, I got you. And this would be midday, five o'clock. Like no lineups, walk in the store whenever you want. Just tell them your size. They've got it pretty much ready to go. Ready to go. Wow. 189 bucks. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you can't go wrong, man. And when you when you don't have the competition, it's almost like you kind of can get what you want, right? Like you just almost, if there's a pair that you're looking for, you don't even stress. You just, you know, you know your guy, you got your plug, your connect, whatever the stores are that you go to. And and because the community is so small, everybody kind of knows each other, right? Right. Yeah, That's there's only a few of us and we, we picked up almost everything. And then when we found like a clearance store that would hold something like that, we'd be there. I found a pair of Jordan 5s, 99 retros, 
with the lid ripped off for like 129 bucks. Really? Yeah. Buy red fives. Buy red fives. Yeah. So, yeah. With, so no, no lid, no box top uh, at the outlets, basically. Yeah, pretty much like the outlets, but it was it wasn't the Nike Nike store. It was like a random store. Man. <laughs> Silver yeah. box, everything. Wow. So I mean, you, you know, you talk about back then, and obviously, you know, fast forward to now. Sneakers a little bit more mainstream now. You have the uh, influence of social media, lots of celebrities and and you know athletes, um, you know that are into sneakers now. You know, how has the culture in Hamilton changed now in terms of sneakers? Like, have you noticed a significant significant change? Like, now are you still able to walk into the stores and grab those pairs as easily as you, as you would like to? Well, okay. So, oh man, this is a topic. This is such a touchy subject because <laughs> I hate it. I really hate it. I hate the fact that I can't go into a store and pick up something that I want. One, they don't retro it. Or two, you know, the Jordan 1 that I want is gone. Right? And Or the Dunk that I want is gone. And you'll see a bunch of Air Maxes on the wall, but it's just like, okay, well, I have those. Or, you know, I don't like that colorway. And finding my size is just almost impossible now. And I don't know, the culture right now, in terms of like hype, it's in, in Hamilton, it's just too much. It's like, there's no originality anymore. And that was the main thing of collecting sneakers, just, just, just to be original, right? But it's not there anymore. It's true. Like everyone wants to get a white, white pair of Air Force Ones. You know, everyone's looking for black and white bands, Panda Dunks, Rich's favorite beater shoe at the front door, like, you know... <laughs> It's true though. Like no one's no one's looking for different stuff, and like even that different stuff that we used to be going after is now starting to get popular again, right? So like stuff that was, I think, one of the good examples is Griffies. Like when the Griffies retro was it earlier this year or late last year, whenever it was. Yes, I think it was sometime last year, if I'm not mistaken. Like no one has been checking for Griffies for years. I think you know, in the eight years I was at Foot Locker, they came out twice, and they were sat forever on shelves. Like you could get them all the time. Oh, you'd probably remember that as well, right? Like. You know, time. now it's like Griffies are selling out on release day. Like what, what happened? Yeah. You can't, it's so, it's so tough trying to find something now. Like it's nineties basketball right now. You could probably still find, but it's, it's so rare. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like it's almost one of those things where you love to see it because uh, something that we were passionate about before that never really got a lot of shine uh, now everybody loves it, but at the same time as, you know, real collectors like yourself, you know, sometimes you just want the shoe to collect it or just to wear it or whatever, but then oh. you can't go into the stores like you used to and just get what you want. Like every everybody kind of is getting it either for the hype or maybe to resell it or, you know, they just, you know, whatever the case is, it's just not as easy to get as it used to, which is a little bit disappointing for sure. But um, let's talk a bit about uh, your collection because, you know, I've, I've got a sneak peek uh, of your collection. Uh, Rich has talked about your collection a lot as well. You know, you're an older, um, like 90s basketball, Jordans, Nikes, um, but not, you know, not just that. But talk about what uh, is in your collection. What does your collection look like? You know, this is a bit of my collection. Most of it is in, in front of me. But my collection consists of, we got Jordans, Air Max 1s. I got a few dunks. I wasn't mm -hmm. much into the dunk crave. A lot of foam posits. Yeah. 90s basketball, like the glove. Nobody nice has. Patents, yeah. Yeah. Just a lot of random, random Nike trainers. Kobe's too, right? Yeah. 
I got a bunch of pro trolls. Uh, I actually had to get rid of a lot of my Kobe's because I wasn't a fan of uh, a lot of a lot of them. To be totally honest, mm-hmm. I do have a few eights, the eight systems, the milk snakes. In terms of a Kobe, I, I want the Kobe. The Kobe. What, hold on, the Kobe ones, the Kobe one pro troll. Yeah, that's yep. the one I wanted. Like in every single color, I played three on three in that those Toronto three on three hoop it up tournaments. Yep. I played in the black and white one. Nice, I, nice. I got my entire team them because it was buy one get one half. But sport check didn't know what to do with buy one get one half. But I told all my guys, I was like, "Yo, buy some sandals and get these shoes half price." Oh, like that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. So I guess for a little bit of context, normally it should be buy something and the lesser or equal should be the half, but they were letting you buy whatever you wanted at first. Like you could have bought some shoelaces and then get the second item for half technically. And uh, able to get my entire squad, uh, a pair of white and black Kobe ones, not the pro original ones, the originals. Yeah. But again, and a little bit of context too, and just to, how things have evolved, like Kobe's on half, like where are you even getting half price on Kobe's? And then second, where are you even getting Kobe ones that readily available where everyone can just pick up whatever size they want, right? Yeah, it was, yeah, sport check, man, sport check. Easiest thing ever. Crazy. So yeah, just, I guess, a little bit insight to how, you know, sneaker culture has changed back from, you know, when you were balling to, you know, to now. You can't find a Kobe your life depended on it right like at least on the shelves we got that Mamba, Mamba man, the mentality the kobe mentality sneaker yeah yeah right now yeah i hear you man but uh i mean it's very nike jordan or basketball heavy in your collection but that's not the only uh brand that you fuck with right like you got other brands too i think you got some reeboks right i love reebok that was my first ever sneaker that i enjoyed because of my brother he had uh, a pair of Reebok preseasons. I don't know if oh, you remember. Oh, I do remember those. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he had a maroon and black pair with a black strap, and I had a blue pair. So ever since we started wearing Reebok, I was just like, I want another pair. So I got a pair of kamikazes. And yeah, I started rocking those, beat them up, never seen them for a while. And then they retroed. And once they retroed, I was all over it. Yeah. The shacks. Growing up, I was a bigger, the bigger kid. So in the community, my in the Filipino community, Shaq, <laughs> oh Shaq, look, there's Shaq. <laughs> yeah, that's how it was. That's how it was. I, yeah, I love that about Filipino and their culture is that they'll always, I mean, not just basketball, but they'll just always compare you to somebody that you look like. You know what I mean? And that's <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a it's like a form of endearment almost, right? Like I remember a bunch of Filipinos. At the time, I was like super tan, and I was a Chinese guy, but I was super tan. And then they kept calling me Pacquiao. <laughs> I just, you know, I, I looked nothing like him, but because my skin was darker and I was Chinese, what I don't know, whatever the case was, but they just kept calling me Pacquiao. But I love that about Filipinos is that they will compare you to something, and like that's kind of like how nicknames come about, right? Like they just kind of, and that will stick with you. Yeah, it, it sticks. It sticks till this day. So a lot of the uncles that see me, I was like, oh, Shaq, how are you? And I was like, oh, my, call me Mo. You can call me Mo. It's okay. <laughs> and yeah, I have a I have a pair of Shaqs and uh, Iversons. Iversons I love. Those are great shoes. I, Iverson I, all models or just questions or? So the questions. Specifically, the, okay. Yeah, and when those red and white ones that dropped, what, last year, I think it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
went off. I was like the suede toe, the suede red suede toe. Oh, such a nice shoe, man. Yeah, yeah. super dope, man. They're doing they're they're doing a lot of the retros of the questions, and you just love to see it because you got all these great colorways that are coming out now, and all the people that loved questions when they're growing up, easy to get. You know, pairs are relatively mm-hmm. easy to get. Um, so if you really love them, you're able to sort of grab a couple pairs uh, for nostalgia purposes or just to rock them again. Yeah. For sure. But you have a lot of shoes in your collection. It's obvious. But, you know, what are some of your favorite pairs or what, you know, what's a pair that you would say, you know, is the most, you know, memorable to you? Like something that you, when you added to your collection, you're like, man, I'm so glad I have this pair. Most memorable. I'll, I'll pull it out. Okay. We got a Jordan face box. Love that era. So this, this is uh, the 99 pair. Oh, Rich would have loved this, man. The night, so Mo is holding up. Yeah, Rich would have definitely loved that. Yeah, Air Jordan Six Infrared, the '99 um, retro looks DS. Am I mistaken or? It's. I wore this in a ball tournament in New York. So basically, like I'm, I want to say worn once, but worn not that heavily. Worn not that heavily. It's good thinking yours. I strolled around. I strolled around New York with this shoe. And it's funny because, like, in this box, I keep the, the champion jersey. Okay, the jersey, too. Look at that. The Red Bulls Jordan champion jersey. Well, Super good, good thing you don't wear size 10, Mo. I'm surprised Rich hasn't hit you up, but that's probably why, because you're not a size 10. So this, this is my favorite shoe of all time, right, the Jordan 6. I have seven pairs of them. Seven pairs of the infrared? Yeah, the black infrared 6s. The two of them have, like, that pink. That pink yes, red, infra- yeah, that was a 2014, I want to say, something like that. And then four of them have like the the true infrared from the 2000. Was it the newer one, the nicer yeah, one? With yeah, that was 2018, I want to say. Yeah, 2018 or something like that. Yeah, I got to go through them all, right? So. <laughs> yeah, I think next up on your hit list is going to be Jordan sixes. We'll see Bowen <laughs> in a bunch of Jordan sixes, just pulling up, all, pulling out all his sixes, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, Rich would have approved of that pick for sure. And such an iconic shoe, Jordan's first championship, right, with that Jordan 6. So, And like you said, when you were a kid and your classmate pulled up in that 6. And I, you know what? I remember doing the exact same thing when he pulled up in that Jordan 6 because I had the 5s. And then right. back then it was like you knew new Jordans were coming out when you saw him playing in them. And then at the time I hadn't, I hadn't seen the 6 yet. So when he came to school in the 6, I was like – what the fuck like what is a sneaker and then i saw it was the jordan or he said it was the jordans because it said air jordan on the the tongue but it was like black on black and then you could see right and then i was like yo man these are fucking dope man and it was just so futuristic and looking in comparison to what the five was and the five was a beautiful shoe but when you saw the six it was just something complete almost completely different it's all about pulling the tongue putting yeah. your tongue <laughs> And the thing and just pulling the tongue. That, yeah, your, your index and your middle finger in those holes yeah. and you just pull them up. Yeah. Yeah. That was the most comfortable thing ever. So, yeah, the sixes, man. So, and I know you said you kind of slowed down on your pickups, but I mean, there has to be a pair still on your radar that you're on the hunt for, that you're looking for, maybe to knock off that grail list. Is there that pair for you? So, in terms of grail list, I have a lot of my grails. You have, I have them already. A, I have a lot of my grails, but. I have been keeping my eye out for a certain shoe. I don't know what shoe it is exactly. I, I don't know the name. I saw I saw pictures of it, and it's dope. It's a new Nike shoe, the ISPA. Yes. Is it the one with the removable upper and the... Yeah. That we're talking about? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think that was like uh, 
very innovative by Nike's part. It's a nice shoe. It looks comfy. It kind of reminds me of like KD's, one of KD's older shoes. I think it was the KD 10 or 9. Interesting. Hmm. I don't know. It, it reminded me of like the cut. The cut reminded me of it. Oh, okay, okay, like the silhouette or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I, 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 just, I think it's releasing on sneakers. If it didn't pass already, it should be coming up very soon. And there's a, there's two different colorways, I believe. So check oh. on sneakers. See, I think it might be coming up soon. Going online to buy shoes, like it's such a thing for me. I don't do that. Oh no no no! Like you can probably just get it on. Oh, going online to buy shoes is that what you said? Like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So this guy, so Mo is a purist then. He's he's got to buy it in store. So like trying to go, it's it's the hunt. That was that was the biggest thing for me in terms of sneakers was the hunt. And driving, what was that store on Queen Street? It was, like it was Civil a play. Civil play, yeah, Queen West. Yeah, yeah. I would drive. I would drive there. I, I'd walk in and pick up Iversons. <laughs> it's like yo, sick. Okay, cool. Yeah. You know that feeling of like I found them. You know, it's the I found them thing, not the I clicked to get it thing. So, right. and you know what? And then again, going back to the whole evolution of the culture and how things have changed, it's like, you're right. When we were younger, you know, back in the days, maybe just high school, even, uh, or even in university, I remember Suvu Play was that store. I went there and I got the Jordan um, 22s. The 22s was what it was. And the guy was like saying, Oh, the new Jordan. It was February at the time. And the guy's like, Oh, the new Jordan's coming out the 22s. And I saw him. He's like, Yeah, you want to pre order them? And then I was like, Oh, fuck yeah. And then when I went to go get them in the store and pick them up, I was just like, Man, these are so beautiful. But that feeling of just having them in hand and going to the store to pick them up is something you can't replicate with online sneaker purchases now. Yeah. Or like, Oh, yeah, it's added to the cart. Yeah, right, right. It's not the same. It's not the same. I don't quite have that same experience because I'm a little younger, so I didn't quite have that experience. But I, I still have the experience of like going to a mall and seeing a shoe and being like, okay, I'm going to come back for this, right? And I kind of, I have had some of that with like pre-orders, like, and specifically we talked about this earlier, the KD4 Galaxy. I remember the same thing when that came out. I remember when that pack came out, everyone was like, oh, it's LeBron 9, it's LeBron 9. And I'm like, nah, nah, y'all are crazy. KD4 is the, is the shoe from that pack, right? But I remember doing the same thing. I remember going to sign up for a raffle and the day they came out, I was like, okay, I'm going to go get my shoes today. Right. Like you just, the add to cart thing is you're, you're absolutely right. Mo. you can't replicate that feeling of going into a, into a store and being like, okay, I'm going to go get my shoes today. Like all sick. I'm so excited for this. Right. Yeah. It's, it, it's that feeling itself of just like, it's in your hands right after purchase. You could even put it on your feet, or keep it in the box, go home and just stare at the shoe for a little bit. You know, that feeling is amazing, man. Yeah, it's different. It's changed from, you know, going into the store and bringing that sneaker home in a bag with you, like on the TTC. I remember I was like bringing stuff home on the bus and just kind of like taking a peek at them, like, you know, through the bag or whatever, like opening the box on my ride home. But then, yeah, being able to have them in hand, it's changed from that feeling to now waiting for it to the the delivery guy to show up. Like that's what the new generation's cop feeling is now like waiting for that delivery person to come to your front door fedex dropping off the box and then opening the box then which is you know probably a week after when you copped it right or you know me i guess if you get really quick shipping maybe two or three days or whatever the case is but you know the feelings have changed a little bit in terms of you know when you're getting that sneaker and when you're able to enjoy that sneaker but uh, I kind of want to get a little, like Trev mentioned some customs and you mentioned, you know, switching your 45 on the back of your Jordan, uh, hey, Jordan hey, 11s. Sure, I could show it to you guys. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. I'd love to see that because. The same cut, 
23 is uh, different compared to the 45. So, yeah, so Mo is holding up. These are both the 2018 Jordan 11 Concords. One of them, he kept the 45 on it. The other pair, he's removed the 45, and then he got a, I guess, a stencil. And you, what did you do? You painted that on? No, this was, it's pretty much a sticker. So it's an iron on. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, because, so, okay, so my son, he's got the 45 one. So yeah. he's got his pair in his size. And I'm looking at the 45 and it's like, yeah, it's um, it's almost like a screen on screen printed on 45. Yeah. Screen print. So all you have to do is just take acetone mm-hmm. and just rub and it came right off. Oh, nice. That 23 looks so much better. It looks too. so much better. I agree. Like, because yeah. the 45, like, it just looks out of place, too. Like, it just, like, because it's not even, because they do the really cool 23 on yeah. the 11s, where it's like, and I think they have something similar on the, uh, right by the toolbox on the laces there, where they have yeah, some of the yeah. writing and, like, it's, it's like a, it's like a cool font. Because mm-hmm. uh, the 45 just looks like it's just basically they slapped the 45 on there, right? Yeah, but then they use the the sort of the double outlined number or whatever font, right, that they would with the 23, but use it with the 45. And it doesn't have the same look because when you look at that 23, you can't even tell it's a 23 at first. You kind of have to, when you first saw that shoe and you saw that stamp on the back, you're like, what is that? And then you kind of had to examine it first to realize that it's a 23 and it's very iconic to the Jordan 11. And then when they did the 45, they use the same kind of like double font, yeah. but with the 45 and just so recognizable as a 45, but not as iconic as that 23. So I get what you guys are saying. Maybe for what it was on the bread and like there was a little bit of a story behind that because he went to the, the bread after he almost hurt himself in the low, but they put the 45 because he was wearing the 45 at the time because he was back from retirement, right? So that made a yeah. little bit more sense. But he wasn't wearing the the high in the Concord with the 45. But anyways, I guess that's other OG gripe <laughs> issues, right? Which Mo was able to easily, you know, take care of with his with his custom work. But you've done some other customs before, right? Like Trev was mentioning some customs that you did for him. So why don't you talk a little bit about some of the stuff that you did for Trev? I did the Nike Sh- BB Shock 4. Yep. Yeah. okay now i remember okay so when we were talking about you when when i was mentioning you before the the guys were saying you know mo you know mo it was trev it was that yeah nike the white the the white nike shocks and you had the raptor claws painted on it is that yeah oh and that was you okay okay yes now i remember when he told me about this idea i was like that's amazing it has to be done like the Mm. purple buzz the claw marks uh that shoe oh it's crazy and for context on that shoe, like Carter wore that shoe in a game before he retired. And this would have been, I want to say 2018 or 19 when he did this for Nemo. I don't remember exactly the year, but they released it. And the claw marks are like, they're like an iridescent white. So it just, it didn't match. Cause when he wore them in game, he was actually wearing with the Hawks as well. They were mm-hmm. actually like purple claw marks. Yeah. When I got him, I was like, there's no way I can't have this as not purple claw marks. Because yes. with the white claw marks, first of all, you can't see them. Like, unless yeah. you're, like, right in front of the shoe, you can't see them. So they had to be purple. And ironically enough, Mo, I, I'm not a big white shoe person. And right after you did that on those ones, they released them in a black, which would have oh. been much better for me. But anyways, I still have them. And I was planning to – actually, you know what? No, it was 2019, Mo, because I was planning to wear them for Carter's final game in Toronto, which would have been April 2020. And that, and that yeah, didn't that happen. That game got canceled, yes. <laughs> but 
but I like, I mean, it, you did a really good job on them too. Like, and I mean, it wasn't a super complicated job either. Right. Like it was just kind of just the Thanks. call marks. Right. But the other pair, I'm trying to find the picture of it now, but um, you did a pair for my buddy, actually. His girlfriend just got him a pair of white, white air forces. And you did like a custom Toronto pair. So I believe you had like a, like a Toronto skyline on one. And I think he had the blue Jays on the other. Yeah, that was it. I don't know. And there was something else on the other side. I think it was a date. I want to say it was like an anniversary date or something. I'm trying to, I'm trying to find the photo now, but yeah, like again, like it was a really detailed pair and it was, it turned out really well. Yeah. In terms of customs, like I don't custom that much anymore, unfortunately kind of died for me. But uh, one of the last customs I did, I put like a gold star on the uptempos, the Olympic uptempos. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah it was like a, it was one of those, like you have to get them just to do it. Yeah, I don't know if you could see. Yeah, dope. It almost has like a, a Dave White, Jordan 1-esque kind of look yeah, to it. that's exactly what I was going for, too. Like, I, I needed the stars on it. And um, finding that's the... That's sick. That's clean, uh, man. I love that. Uh, the swoosh on it came out. Oh, yeah. The toe swoosh, he also painted gold. Yeah. This one, I did a really good job. Unfortunately, I think this is going to be my last pair to ever... <laughs> to, to custom? I'll do customs more. My family... My, sorry, my cousin does more customs than me now, and she kills it. Well, you have to share her information so we can we can take a look or maybe commission some stuff to her. But, you know, like, I mean, what got you into that custom thing anyways, like to begin with? Was, um, you know, was it just maybe creating something that people didn't have or? Yeah, it was uh, being original. The one shoe that really got me into thinking I could change sneakers was the Crep Air Max 1. Oh, yeah, yeah. With yeah. The, the, the gum sole. Yeah, the gum sole, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I saw that, and I was like, it's amazing. Like, that's such a good idea. I know Wallabies are comfy shoes. Mm-hmm. Imagine having the Air Max 1 with that Wallaby on it. Absolutely. I mean, and I, I decided, uh, you know, I'm going to try that. So I'm here ripping off soles on, on the Air Max 1, <laughs> trying to find the, the, wall, the, the gum. Yeah. The wall gum, and I ended up finding it, so I kind of stuck it on. I moved the swoosh around, changed up the laces, changed up the colors, and man, they turned out pretty good. But that's what started it off for me. And like just being on shoes and being uh, artistic with like graffiti and, you know, doing little things like that, just putting them on shoes. Yeah. Did you have like an art background where you, you know, were you just like, you just enjoyed, you know, doodling or drawing or painting or whatever. And you just figured my love for sneakers and then also my love for art, you kind of just combined them together. Is that what yeah. happened there? Yeah. That's how, that's how it started. Just. I started drawing a lot and as a kid I would just draw guys with cool shoes you know those graffiti characters they have that big black outline around them yeah that's how it all started and they have big fat laces on them those they're very like you know hands are forward and stuff like that and I used to draw a lot of that and I was like what if I put this on a shoe that'd be cool let's try okay let's try it and I put it I put one on like a I used (laughs) a sharpie on a pair of uh what are they cortez the nike cortez i had like yeah. fat, fat blue laces on my cortez <laughs> and then i just use my marker just to draw something on it like, this looks like garbage i ended up throwing about yeah but i mean then, you know and that's that's how it was when you were younger though right like you know you use what you had like you know yeah. you, you talk about 
put it, you know, using Sharpie now on sneakers and customizers will, you know, that's like cringe. You know, you never do something like that. But, you know, back then it was like you drew on your sneakers with whatever you had. You drew on your backpack. You drew on like all this stuff. And, yeah. you know, you use those Crayola markers. You didn't give a shit, right? It was just whatever you had. And you kind of just made it your own. And you wanted to stand out from it. Because I think back then, too, like everyone, like when you saw the Jordan 6s, everybody wanted to have Jordan 6s. When you saw Reebok pumps, everybody had Reebok pumps, right? But, you know, you kind of wanted something different. Like that's why you would maybe go to outlets. You would go to, you know, find these mom and pop shops and find stuff, colorways that people didn't have. But also you were able to customize or put little touches on your sneakers that made it different from everybody else's too. Yeah, it was uh, just trying to be different, you know? Absolutely, man. I think that was one of the biggest things, at least in our era, is like you didn't want to have what everyone else had. You wanted something different. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, no, it's awesome. And then I guess everyone started hitting you up for customs and, you know, Trev included. But unfortunately, you're not, you're not doing it anymore. But, uh, you know, you'll have to give us your, your cousin's details to find out if she's able to, to do some stuff for us. But let's, uh, I mean, you were also were in retail. I know Trev's a retail guy. Colin, unfortunately, he's not here right now, but he worked uh, sneaker retail too. But did that have any influence in, you know, how you built your collection? Like Trev mentions a lot, like he was... You know, when you stand in the Foot Locker eight hours a day for, you know, several days uh, in a week, you kind of are influenced by the sneakers that you see on the wall. And you kind of, you know, they grow on you after a certain point. Like, did that have any uh, effect on, you know, how you built your collection? Of course. Absolutely. Just being surrounded with sneakers every single day. It just, it's like, I want that. I'll buy that. It's at my disposal. I want to buy it. Sure. And it's just like, you know, you know how the people say like quality over quantity? Well, it was both. Like I would pick up everything for no reason at all. And I used to work for Nike, right? And the, you know. But wait, I, sorry. What, what was the discount at Nike? If you can, if you can. Well, this is what I'm going to get to right now. So Okay, okay. Let's just, okay, I got Space Gems for 159 bucks. <laughs> 150 and then, wow, that's crazy. And, and then, sorry, that, that's at an employee discounted that, price. That was, that was at the employee store. On release date. <laughs> on release date, too. Man. So I ended up picking up two pairs, and then I bought I bought the guy's pair who was with me. I just I was like, yo, get get my size, and I'll buy it off you. Okay, fine. So I ended up picking up three pairs. You know, Space Jams. Why not? Of course. At 159 you'd almost be stupid not to. Right. And I would pick up like, so many different things. I would leave that place with, like, five, six pairs of shoes just because, right? My income was decent, so you know why not and i would find like dunks on the wall for 29 bucks and then i'd get 30 off and the wall would be 30 percent off so that equals out to like close to 52 percent off jeez just for context mo worked at the nike outlet kind of out by me and rich so we used to go see him all the time and like every i, I was a quarterly you guys did friends and family discounts yeah and friends at all Man, they, they and I know exactly what that was like because we'd have those cards and be like, okay, what's on the clearance rack? Like, I want to, I want to know what's thirty percent off and or twenty percent off, whatever it was at the time. And then, what am I going to get an extra twenty or thirty percent off on top of that? And I'm just here running out with shoes, just to go check this out, man. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? Like, and you hear stories about that, or you see posts now where you know someone will have a crazy dunk find, or like, you know, they'll. They'll pull out a, a pair that they had in their collection for for decades almost, or whatever the case is, and then they have the receipt in there, and then you see on there clearance for you know a Nike Dunk Low, 
and then you'll see employee discount as well and you're like man this guy got this sneaker for like 20 bucks and now it's you know like the the popularity of the you know with the dunks and the craze now people are like holy shit like this is crazy but back then it was like you can get whatever you wanted and it even went on sale and you can get your deployed discount on top of that sale so you'd be almost stupid not to get it so you know were you getting models like you said you don't really fuck with dunks that much so were you kind of getting them just to try it out because the price was almost so cheap to that you could just try out whatever you wanted so <laughs> i have a pair of nike dunk high premiums the galaxy ones they came out with three different colors they mm-hmm. came up green one they came out with like a, a denim blue one and they came out with like a, a different other color that's still dead stock <laughs> jeez yeah i don't like i like i don't mess with dunks the one dunk I do mess with, though, is, you know, the, the black and yellow ones that released the Maze? Yep. The highs. The Varsity Me High. The highs. Yeah. Put a Wu-Tang logo on it. I, yeah. I, I, I put a Wu-Tang logo on it, you know? Like, I, I want to do that to mine, too. So, like, and they, <laughs> you know what's crazy? They sell the tongue tags, too. Like, you can get a tongue tag on eBay. So, another really? guest that was on here. Yeah, Rizzy. Rizzy, who was on our episode previously, he did that to his pair where he got a, a homie of his that does lasering to laser the Wu-Tang logo onto the heel. I'll try to get you that link, but you can just search on eBay, Wu-Tang tongue tag, and they sell the actual tongue tag. So if you want to do the full custom, you can replace your Nike tag and put that Wu-Tang logo tongue tag on it too. And it has like all the, the Nike information on the back or whatever. But uh, yeah, that's I mean almost it's almost like one of those things you almost have to do it to that pair because that's like the that's the pair that's the pair man that's the it's pair like, like putting a purple pigeon on the purple pigeons right there you go but yeah so i mean obviously working in retail and i think i would be the same way too you're looking at all these shoes maybe even shoes that you probably didn't think that you liked before you're seeing it for eight hours a day a couple times a, a week you're like maybe i can't maybe i can pull these off or you know I'm, these are starting to grow on me so that kind of shaped your collection a little bit and i know trev was saying the same thing too he was coming home with kobe's for days kobe's air max is like god anything i could pick up on the back wall at nike like you know and mo you talk like you you had a discount right like i mean and I, I every once in a while i get those friends and family cards but it was like for me it was like i was coming home with stuff that was 60 70 80 dollars and i'm like wow this is such a great deal and actually ironically I just sold a couple of back hash wall pairs to Kev's buddy that was, ended up being my size or someone that he works with. And all yeah. those pairs at the time were like, oh, these are dope hash wall pickups. Like, look at this Air Max. It's such a great color. And now it's like, Mo, I don't know if you got to this point, but once I left retail, I got to the point where I was like, I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. I don't need this. So now it's like, okay, I'm really like quality over quantity where I'm now I'm like, I don't need this GR. I don't need this GR. I don't need this GR. Cause it's like some of the pairs I've got, like I've talked about this before, but I have a black and gum pair of Air Maxes back hash wall. You can imagine black upper white midsole gum bottom, right? Like they've done numerous different iterations of that. I love that pair, but now I have the Air Max one, the six. And I'm like, I'm not going to wear the pair with the gum bottom, despite how much I like it. I'm just not going to want to wear it over the Air Max one, the six pair. Right. So it's like, okay, out the door. What's that? 13? 12. (laughs) 12. And that gum pair is an 11. Oh, it's too bad. I can go the other way with Air Maxes. I can go a little smaller on them. But yeah, like, I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like, I'm not going to wear that pair anymore. Like, I'm just, you know, it's kind of like, eh, I don't need it anymore. And a bunch of the stuff I sold to Kev's buddy was kind of the same thing. It was like, 
you know, I gave him a good deal on everything. Like I think it was basically 60 bucks a shoe or 50 bucks a, bucks a shoe. pair, something like that. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, he got a good deal on everything, but it's like, yeah, like, you know, like it was all stuff that I was like at the time I was like, Oh, this is so cool. I love this. And now it's like, eh, I don't yeah. need this. Well, that's the thing. I think it's not that they weren't nice sneakers. It's just at the time with, you know, what the price was and, you know, getting your employee discount is almost like I could get that and I'll worry about it later because it's so cheap. You know what I mean? And you just had so many of these pairs that you couldn't rock them all. And, you know, eventually it just came to a point where it's not that you didn't like them. It's just you don't have time to wear them or you don't need them anymore because you have all these other pairs that you want to rock. So I think that would be like me <laughs> if I was in retail. You just kind of like, like Mo said, he was coming home with like five, six pairs of shoes some days, right? Like some were triples even of must-haves. But yeah, you're pu- you're pulling some GR Maxes for 30 bucks, some dunks or whatever the case is clearance rack pairs and just because you could right and you know for 20 bucks or 30 bucks whatever it is like you kind of almost have to right and it kind of builds character character too as well because i think everyone goes through that phase where you kind of just want everything right like you see something that you like whatever the case is for that sneaker and you just you get it because you want it right you like that color the price is affordable but then later on you kind of realize like hmm you know i don't really know what i was thinking like i did like you know this about the sneaker but now i've kind of grown out of that and you know kind of it builds character in terms of what you you collect later on and i think mo you know especially with what he's explained to us already like he's more like an og kind of guy like uh you know the 90s basketball the older pairs so and i know rich is like that too he's always you know, I, I want that older quality because now with the retros, the leathers aren't as nice. The uppers or whatever the case is, the colors may not even be the same. Like you talked about that 2014 Jordan 6 with the pinkish hue to it, right? Like there are things that kind of are off that, you know, maybe you'll get them, but it's not the same as what it used to be. So talk about your collection and, you know, the comparisons to those OGs or, you know, the older pairs to like the newer ones that you have now, because, you know, with the sixes, you've got them all, but you only wear the the older ones or your 11s, you only wore the 2009 ones. Like, is there, you know, reason like in terms of like uh, comparison? So in terms of, in terms of like quality, the newer quality, it's, it's not, it's, it's shown. It's not, it's not there, especially mm-hmm. the Air Maxes, you know, the Air Max ones back in the day were crazy. Yeah. The anniversary pairs that released the blue one and the, the white and red one, those are very close, very very close. Shape, to, shape wise. Shape, too. shape, but like and the fabrics too. It was very very close. And in terms of leathers on Jordans, it doesn't compare. There's no comparison. You, you'll you'll see a lot of people be like, oh yeah, these leathers are amazing. But when you're comparing, for example, a Jordan Two OG to a retro, it doesn't compare at all. That Italian leather is amazing. You know, yeah, yeah, that OG especially. I think that's that's one of those examples that you never come close to the OG with that. No, no. Some of the ones too. I don't know if you ever watch uh, what's that YouTube Vic? I think his name is uh, Restoration with Vic. Yes, yeah, I have, I have. So he made an OG Jordan One. He built it, and the way he built it was exactly the same way as an OG. And you could tell the difference. You could see the difference. It was just on TV, but like I know that that material is amazing. Mm-hmm. To a lot of the Jordan ones that are out now, it's just like, eh, it's okay. You got the tumbled leather. Yeah, it's softer, but is that a good material? It's okay. Not necessarily, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I think I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to replicate those high quality leathers that they used to use, but in sort of a more mass production kind of uh, release. But at the same time, they're also releasing so many different colorways too. So, you know, like look at Jordan one. I, I mean, we had we had Mister Unloved ones on an episode previously, and he talked about. I think it was 2021 or 2020 when how many Jordan ones released in highs and lows. And it was like a hundred or something like that, like color or whatever the case was. I'm like, man, like you don't really realize it, but that's insane to think about like just how many different Jordan ones have been releasing. So you can't replicate high quality materials on so many different pairs on so many different colorways and releases as well. Like something's got to give, right? You got to cut a quarter here or there and, you either got to have good quality and less pairs and less, less colorways or lesser quality and more pairs for the masses, right? So you can't have them both. Yeah, they, they, Nike has to step up like, well, other brands need to step up as well. But, you know, those the, the baseball glove leather, that's the kind of leather that should be on sneakers. That's the smell of it. Yeah, I agree. And you know what? Like you mentioned the Jordan 10s, your first pair that you got, like that started the collection, like that leather on that 10 was like that, you know, super soft and you can see the tumble on it. And it was just next level, like in terms of the quality back then. So, I mean, and, 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 you know, are you looking specifically for older retros like Rich does? Like if you're, if you're adding to your collection and you have an option to get sneakers, would you get a newer retro because you can wear it more? Or are you looking for those older ones like Rich does and maybe put a little TLC into it with Konatsky or, you know, that type of thing? So if I'm spending, for example, 400 bucks on a pair of shoes that are from 2000, right? And a soul's ripped off. And now I got to put in another 150 bucks for love. Mm-hmm. I can't. I just can't, you know, give me something I could wear. It's like someone wearing fakes. No one will really know unless you're really staring at the foot. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah, I agree with you in terms of fakes too. Like I, I couldn't do it. Like if I'm going to spend, I don't even know what fakes are now. Like really good fakes will cost you what, like 150, 200 us or something like now, like you can get really, really good ones for like, okay, let's just say 150 us, for example. So 200 Canadian, let's say 250 for that price. I, I couldn't justify doing it because I know it's fake. You know what I mean? Like I just, right. and it, it, it would, even if nobody knows, I know it's fake. Like I couldn't buy a Travis Jordan one high, even though it's 150 US dollars, knowing that it's fake. You know what so, I mean? So I got a I got a really good story about fakes. Okay. I got scammed with fakes. I got scammed with white cement threes. I had money in my pocket. Some guy's like, come check these sneakers out. <laughs> and he pops the trunk and he pulls up the threes. I was like, God damn it. You know, glimmer in my eye. I was like, how much are those? He's like, just give me 40 bucks. I was like, 40 bucks? Cool. Here's 40 bucks. He gave me the threes. He's like, I don't have a box. I was like, I don't care. So I started wearing them, started wearing them. And I was just like, man, these don't feel right. It's like, I think they're fake. I'm not like, crap, I got, I got scammed. So I gave them to my dad. My dad started wearing them and he wore them to cut the grass, to do groceries and to do everything, 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 everything. And after like they were beat up, I was like, dad, you need new shoes. He's like, why? I love these. And I was like, but they're fake. In my head, I was like, but they're fake. Yeah, right. But appreciated the fact that the shoes made him do everything. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. They were like his errand shoe. He kind of, they were his go-to pair. Yeah. That was his go-to. 
when my go-to pair is a pair of Concords, yeah, <laughs> that yeah. cost two hundred bucks, and he got a pair for free, and he treasured them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I think you know what, and, and you're right about that. I mean, um, you know, he obviously, maybe I mean, maybe he didn't he didn't care if they were fake or not. Like, obviously, he didn't care when you told him that they were fake. But the fact is, is that if you enjoy them, right? Like, I don't want to tell anyone how to spend their money. You want to buy Travis Jordan ones for 150 US and and whatever. That's your money. You do what you want. I would never say to you like, oh, you're Rocky fakes. You know, you're um, you know, you're less of a a sneaker enthusiast because that's you know that's what you've purchased. But you know, some people that's I mean they don't care, right? Like that's what they enjoy. Do I would I wear it? I don't think I would. And even if somebody gave it to me for free, I don't think I would. But the fact of the matter is that your dad enjoyed the pair, right? Like he liked that shoe. He liked the way that it looked. It felt fine to him. He did everything that around the house for his errands, so to yeah. speak, in that sneaker. And and it came from you, right? So I guess, you know, that part of the story, like that sentimental part of that uh, story is what he kind of appreciated. Yeah, it was it was, it was crazy because he would, he would, he wore them till they were green, like, because <laughs> of the, the grass, <laughs> I had heard like that too. I was like, "Those are gross, man. You got to take those." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, you're saying you don't mind wearing the newer retros, even as a newer pair. The quality's not quite there. I think in terms of just with the money that you're spending, you'd rather have something that you can have, you know, long term, even if it's not the original or you know a better quality retro. Right. Like I, I can wear a new. Concord. Yeah. In my eyes, it's the Concords, you know? Yes, of course. Yeah. I get it. For sure. And and you know what? Like Rich is the same way too. I think, you know, he's owned a lot of different Blacksmith threes, for example. He's got the CDP pairs, he's got the newer ones, you know, and everything in between, whatever the case is. And, you know, I don't think he discriminates because it's a newer pair. Because sometimes you just it's harder to find those older pairs now too. Like those are not as available. And even if they are you got to put a little bit of love into it, right? And it, you know, it, it adds up. So, I think the days of finding steals and deals on either eBay or Kijiji, where someone's got a CDP Jordan Three, you know, for super cheap, I don't think those days are around anymore. I think everybody or a lot of people know what they have, and either they're wearing it, or they're not, they're not giving them up. So it's almost even harder to find that now. So. You kind of almost have to take a step back and be like, well, you know what? I can only get the co- the 2018 Concords because those 2009 ones aren't even available anymore. But yeah, so I guess in, in terms of retros then and Jordans or Nikes or even Reebok, you know, I know you love Reebok. What do you want to see more in, of in 2022 and maybe even in the future from, you know, these sneaker brands? Like, would you prefer to see new models in colorways like you did with that ISPA pair? Like, you know, more innovation like that? Or do you want to see them release, you know, more retros and classics and grails so you can wear another Concord later on? In terms of um, innovation, I would love to see innovation. That's huge. Innovation in shoes is like the best thing. How comfortable can shoes be? How easy is it to put shoes on? You know, those are what shoes are, right? Innovation and like future. You got to think future, right? Yeah. Shoes be. Look at the the mags. You know, how cool is the mags could lace up your own feet? And then Nike comes up with that, uh, what's that one shoe? The Air Max 7, what, I don't know what they are. 720. Is it 720? Yeah. yeah. They have 270 and they have 720. And like they, they what, they lace up, they lace themselves? Oh, I know. Oh, the, 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 the auto, the adapts. 
Not DAS. Those are amazing. And when those came out, it was such a big thing, right? But in terms of like retros, if you're going to retro a shoe, make it a big deal. Make it huge. Make it like the next coming of Tupac, you know? Like, <laughs> seriously, it has to be such a big deal that people are going to go nuts. When those Concords dropped and people were like running each other over, yo, that culture, that's sneaker culture. And if you're not there first, you're last. That's yeah. true. Good point. So like it has to it has to blow up in some sort of way. Yeah, because now we see, I mean, okay, so I, I'd like to get your thoughts on stuff like, for example, this year we're going to have the retro of the Chicago again, right? The Chicago Jordan 1. They're calling it the reimagined. Obviously, there's some differences, right? So the collars are crack pack leather. There's some like yellowing that they've had on, on the shoe to make it look a little bit more vintage, that type of thing. So you know, what are your thoughts on a retro like that? Like, they're calling it reimagined. So, I mean, that doesn't seem huge to me. Like, they've done Chicago so many times in the last decade, right? Exactly. And the Chicago's, it's cool that they're coming out again. But can you wait another three years? Because it will be out again. And three years after that, can you wait another three more years? Because it will be out again. Yeah. Like, look at, if you look at the lineage of, like, breads, for example. Like, I know Trev just replaced the bread, bread one. But... Look at how many bread ones we've had in the last, like, let's just say 15 years or 20 years. Like, I don't know, even mids, um, highs, pat, they had a patent one last year. Like, just all these different reiterations of the bread, you have them. They did a 1.5, they did whatever the case is. Like, you, the colorway and the, the silhouette has been done to death. And yeah, like you said, if you didn't get the 2000 pair, you could have got. Was it 2000 and then 2011 or sorry, 2013, right? And then after that, it was 2016, right? Like it was so soon after you had two different breads come out. People were like, kill, you know, killing themselves trying to get it. It almost is like, man, I'll just wait another five years and there'll be another one anyways, right? Right. And I think the Chicago, the same thing happened too. Like 2015 was the last time. So not even 10 years later, they're doing another one. They're calling it Reimagine. But, you know, you got another Chicago, too. So if you were killing yourself trying to get the 2015 pair, all you had to do was wait seven years. You get another one. That's it. But who wants to wait seven years? No, of course. I think that's another thing about the culture, too, is that everyone wants it now. It's hard to wait. Like, But, you know, on the plus side, I mean, sorry, you, you have the people like yourself. They want the hunt, right? Sometimes getting that pair, waiting, and finding that pair finally is all worth the wait. Yeah. All about wait. Yeah. So listen, Mo, man, I really appreciate all the stories, man, because like, you know, we, we grew up in the same era and it's, it's unfortunate that Rich couldn't make it today because, you know, he also grew up in the same era and we kind of like, you guys go way back, but yeah, like it just one of those things where you look back just at how sneakers was and it was one of those things where, and you know what, the newer generation is probably feeling the same thing too, getting into sneakers now, but you know, back then it was less exposure. So it was that feeling of seeing them on TV, seeing your classmates with them, getting the pair in the store, like these are the sort of things that we grew up on. And I feel like we've lost that a little bit, but I'm glad you're able to share those stories with us because, you know, it really brought me back too. Yeah, no problem, man. No problem. I, lo- I love thinking back at, at some of these sneaker stories on how, uh, how it used to be. So it's crazy because yeah, there's sure. just so much that doesn't happen anymore. I think of, I think the last thing I picked up when you were, uh, when you were at Nike Mo was the sale Air Jordan ones. You remember when you had those? Yeah. Yeah. For 70 bucks, I think it was like, <laughs> like insane. 
I used to go outlet hunting. Like I live basically from where Mo used to work. I'm maybe like a half hour. And then there's another Nike outlet, like 10 minutes down the street from me. So it, every week on my off day, I would just pop in to the Nike outlets. Like it was just kind of like, let's see what they've got. It's a Tuesday. Maybe they'll have something like, and it was, you know, I have Kobe eights that I picked up for like 70, 80 bucks, like, uh, you know, numerous pairs of air maxes. Like it just used to be a thing where it was like, you just go in, you talk with everyone, say what up, like, you know, and see what they had. And then, you know, you might find something and even going in like on launch days, like, you know, 10 years ago, what it used to be like. It's crazy, man. It's just like, you don't see that kind of stuff anymore. And those sale ones, I still cannot believe what the price of those is now. Like I, no one wanted them when they came out. No you one. Still, I still have, still have them. What, what are they going for right now? You know? I can check. I haven't looked recently, but it's up there. Trev, you know, they're up there, but I, last I checked, it was like seven, 800 bucks. Wow. Like, wow. So like consider, and like Mo, you had a ton of those there. Like, I want to say you had like a hundred, 150 pairs. That was one pair, right. That I was just like, like, do I get this? Do I, cause I would walk by it every single day. It's just like, eh, whatever. And then finally I was just like, okay, I'll pick it up. So I picked it up. And it's, I have it still, and I haven't, like, I haven't laced it. I haven't looked at it. I haven't opened the box and it's just sitting there because like, I don't want, I don't want to wear it yet yeah. or wear it at all. So if you're thinking of selling it, Mo, the last, uh, last sale in a size 12 was $1,021. All right. That's for, oh, that's wow. for a new pair. That's for a new pair. So the lowest current ask is $1,152. Okay. Man, I didn't know they went up that much. Last we saw, yeah, like I think we talked about this a couple of months ago, and it was probably at seven eight hundred, and it's gone up even more since then. Yeah, I'm looking at the price history, like the graph there, and it's just shot up like crazy from in 2022, from April to May. It was just insane. Yeah, which is crazy, but yeah, like again, <laughs> that's how you used to get out with deals, right? People didn't want stuff like that. It's just now it's like, and I think Mo, I, I was trying to get into, and when you were talking about this earlier, we talked about kind of like, you know, you look at a shoe for eight hours and you're like, I could pull that off. I could do this, 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 and this with the shoe. Right. I think what was good about that for me specifically, and I don't know about this for you, but when I got out of working in sneaker retail, I got to the point where I was like, I don't like this. Like I was just able to like easily be like, I don't like this instead of like, I want to have everything. Cause at one point it was like, I had kamikazes, I had shacks, I have, I still have some questions left and some Iverson fours, but it was like dunks and it was like all this different stuff. Right. At one point, very, very early on, I had team Jordans, right? Like it was just, it got to a point now where it's like, I don't like that. Like I just like dunks. I won't even think about it. Like, it's just not even a shoe that I even remotely think about because it's like, I'm not into that, right? The gloves. I wanted to get the gloves when they first came out. Got them, wore them at work. They were comfortable. They were great. And then I got to a point where I was like, why don't I have these? Like, I just, I, I don't like, I, I just, I don't see myself wearing them, right? So I really am, I know what I like and I know what I can pull off. And if it's outside of that, I really don't stray from that anymore because I've done that where it's like, I've seen everything. I'm like, and 50 days for us. Oh, yep. Get that 50 off. Oh, yep. Get that 50 off. And now it's like, yeah, no, can't do that. Can't do that. Can't pull that off. That doesn't work for me. So, yeah, I feel like at, at sneaker retail, though, when you have the discounts and you have the clearance walls and you almost you have first dibs at all this stuff, right? Yep. Yep. You can kind of afford to try some new stuff. And that's kind of what I was getting at is that like, 
even if you weren't a, a Peyton glove guy at the time, you saw it in for 50 bucks or whatever the cost was, you'd be like, you know what, I can afford to just maybe grab these yep. and, and wear them however many times, but just try them out at a price that's affordable, right? Just because you're around them all the time too. 100%. Yeah. And I mean, Mo, you probably had the same experience with that too, right? But yeah, like, I mean, it was good in a sense, right? Because yeah, exactly. You can try some stuff out. But you know, now for me, it's like, I've worn almost everything. Like I know exactly what I like and what I don't mm -hmm. like. Yeah. And, and again, like, and that's what Mo was talking about in terms of the growth as well. Like, you're around shoes all the time. And yeah, at the time you think that you, you, you want these and you need them, but after a while you're just kind of, you're over it. Right. And that's it. You get to the point where I think we've talked about this, where it's like, you can look at a shoe and be like, I can appreciate that shoe, but I don't need it. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's uh, being part of that sneaker culture. It was like being, sorry, being in retail for like, you know, over what, 20 years, 15 years. It was like, I, I collected so much. And now that I'm out of it, I want to get rid of almost everything. I want I want to be able to put my collection down to at least 100 pairs because yeah, I don't like it anymore. I don't need it. I'm at the point now where it's like, Mo, I'm kind of in the same spot where I'm like, this year I'm trying to get rid of like 20 to 30 pairs. Like just, I don't want this. Get rid of it. Like I haven't worn this in a year. Like I, it doesn't need to be here. I have, I've talked about this before behind me. I have like a bunch, I, I know my screen's blurred, but I have a bunch of like basketball stuff. Like, so every year I would get a new pair of LeBron's or Katie's or Kobe's Kobe's. I will obviously keep because they're not going to be replicated in, and no. I'm not going to get a pair anymore for the price that I paid for most of the stuff that's back there. <laughs> but like I have LeBron's like other than LeBron eights, which I still really, really enjoy. And a couple of the low pairs, like Kyrie's, Katie's, like, and I mean, again, Katie Ford's keeping, but like I have Katie eights, Katie six, seven, like Kyrie ones, LeBron 12 highs, like LeBron nines and 10. Like there's just stuff that I have that I'm like, I will never wear this. Like it's just, it's taking up space. Like yeah. I've seen you rock some LeBron 12s from time to time, but it's yes. not in your regular rotation. Yes. And you know, stuff like that. The big thing for that was it was gym shoes for me before COVID. And that's why I didn't, now I'm like, I don't need to keep these, man. Like, mm -hmm. they, like I'm, I haven't been back to the gym in two years. Like I haven't, sorry, <laughs> I haven't been to a physical gym in two years. I don't need to have this many gym shoes, right? Dope. Well, listen, man. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing the stories, man. It's always nice to, to talk to some real OGs and talk about, you know, just bring us back to the days of, you know, <laughs> taking the bus at 8.45 p.m. You're still able to pick up your pair, right? Like at night. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, it's just amazing to hear stuff like that. And, you know, you'll have to you'll have to put me on to a lot of the Hamilton stuff, too. Like Rich and I are new to the city. And I know we've got a couple of guys here in Hamilton that either know you, you know, like they're also collectors and OGs, too. So. Uh, we'll definitely have to get together and just chop it up for sure. But I appreciate you jumping on. We'll go eat somewhere, man. Oh, yeah. Of, I'm down, man. Yo, Hamilton is the spot for food, man. <laughs> I'm, I've am i been exploring. Yo, you guys got a good food scene. Actually, you know what? Before I moved here, I told my wife specifically. I said, if the food is shit in Hamilton, we were packing up and we're going back to Toronto. And you guys did not disappoint. So we'll have to go in and you'll have to share some of your food spots too. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Dope. Yeah, awesome. Well, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Shout outs for anyone. How about you guys? You know, thank you for having me on this show. It's uh, great. I love the memories of bringing me back to my childhood and bringing me back to uh, my sneaker culture. Uh, I love it, man. Thank you for having me. Appreciate you jumping on, man. It's been good to chat. It's been a long time since I've seen you. So uh, I know you're off Instagram now. So yeah, appreciate you jumping on. Yeah, I got a shout out. Um, you know, just talking about customizers, you know, my 
my hybrid pair and my soul swap pair. We always shout out Kanatsuki for sure. You know, super proud of that guy. But I just want to shout out customizers in general. We've had a couple of guys on our episodes before that do customs. But the level of customization now from what it used to be, like, you know, Mo's done some pretty dope, like that up-tempo pair you did, crazy details and, you know, amazing skill that goes into painting stuff. But they're doing, it's like next level in terms of customization now. Like, it's not just painting anymore, you know, like they're changing up sneakers altogether. Like, you know, there's there's stuff that's being done to sneakers now, now that you've never thought would be possible, you know, back then. So I just want to shout out all the customizers. Keep, you know, evolving that craft, that art, you know, because sneakers in itself, I always view it as art. But when you make changes and, you know, like you put that creative feel and touch to it, it just, you know, takes it to the next level. So I just want to shout out all the customizers out there. Yeah, man. Mo did these, these pairs for me a while back. And Kev, I posted the photos in our group chat and I'll post them with the pod when we officially release this. But yeah, like it's it's definitely come a long way. And even like Mo, the artwork and the stenciling you did, because you you actually stenciled a Blue Jays logo for my buddy on his pair. Like, so there's the Toronto skyline and a Blue Jays logo. And that Blue Jays logo is damn near spot on. So mm-hmm. yeah, like shout out to those guys, man. Because it, it is an art. Like it truly is an art. There are some pairs where it's just painting, right? Like where it's just a simple, like you paint the swoosh or the midsole or whatever the case is. But like some of that stuff, man, is truly, truly art. So yeah, definitely. Juan, did you have a shout out? Yeah, shout out to J.R. Weidman. I was listening to him before we were recording on his Twitter spaces, getting everyone hyped up because they just announced more dates for SneakerCon and they announced Toronto in September. So shout out to J.R. Weidman. Yes, sir. J.R., he's doing big things with eBay right now. So He absolutely is. And we will be at SneakerCon Toronto as well. It is September 17th and 18th, Mm -hmm. Saturday and Sunday. So we will be there both days. Yeah. So if anyone's coming down, make sure to come say what up to us. I think we're going to be uh, doing some fun stuff with eBay on that. So stay tuned on that one. Yeah, man. And I will shout out. So like I said, I, I got to check out Full Court 21. So uh, yeah, that was a really dope tournament. Again, I'm too fragile to play street ball anymore because, you know, like I, my ankles, my fingers, something's going to break if I was doing that. But it was actually it was actually a lot of fun to watch the tournament. It was, it was cool to watch those guys play because they, they basically play like a one-on-six format, which I, I, I didn't know that. Whoever has the ball, like there's no team. Mm-hmm. So they were basically playing like I, I got there for the finals. So the final six or eight people, I think it was. And basically it's just like they're playing. So like some one guy takes a shot and whoever gets the rebound, they go down the court and then they try and score. And then whoever gets the rebound does the other thing on the other side. It was kind of crazy. Like it's and then it's like an elimination style lowest point. So, yeah, it was it was it was a cool tournament to check out. So. Big shout out to Shireen for having us out or for, for inviting us out. And uh, shot, saw the homie Josh down there who's taking pictures as well. So it's a cool event. Yeah, there's still some there's still some dates going on, right? In, in Can- So the Toronto one's already passed, right? Yeah. But, um, you know, there's some other dates too. So unfortunately, it'll be over when this pod uh, releases. But yeah, there's Edmonton still. And at the end of the month, they got Halifax. Uh, so if you're out in those cities, then be sure to check those out. And for anyone who's in Toronto, it is coming back in August. I want to say the 21st. They are going to be coming back for the, there's like a finals that they're going to be doing here. It's not like a global final, but there's some kind of finale that they're going to do here. So we'll keep you posted of the date closer to, but yeah, it was a really cool event. It was, it was cool to check it out. I've never gone to like a street ball tournament like that. I'm sure if Rich was here, he would have some examples of seeing that kind of thing in New York, but I've never actually gone to something like that here. So yeah, it was really mm. cool to check out. Nice. And Atsuki. Oh. <laughs> so, so Mo, sorry, just to end Please. this off, 
Mo is holding up the OG Columbia Jordan 11s, and Wait. the the outsole has completely separated. So he's uh, he's throwing up the SOS flag right there. Thinking, <laughs> oh, it just came oh. off now. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah, we don't call these we don't call these legend blues over here, right? These are <laughs> Columbias, right? These are the Columbias, man. I need Crazy. help. Yeah, we can get you we'll connected, get you connected, with, connected with us. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, as always, you can find us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. And if you are enjoying this podcast, make sure to like, subscribe, or leave a review. I think we have some plans to kind of expand a little bit into YouTube, but we'll get into that a little bit once we've ironed out the details. But make sure you stay tuned for that. You can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kev, where can they find you? You can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K. Man. Collie's not here, but you can find him running through the woods. Or if he's not running through the woods chasing deer, you can find him at the Collywood Life. <laughs> Juan, where can they find you? Find me on Instagram, 321. Like I said, you could always message me about traveling kicks. Mainly Jordan ones, but everything's fair game. Fantastic. Rich is not here. He's probably at Omnis. That's where you can find him. <laughs> uh, but Grail Status 13 is Rich. And then Mo. Yeah, go ahead, Mo. I know. You're not on IG. Uh, no more you can IG. find him in the city of Hamilton. You can find him in Hamilton. Me and Mo are going to be at your local Hamilton food spot, restaurant. And they're doing uh, they're doing closing down Lock Street for Sunday something. Uh, some Sunday. Something. Sunday. Something. We'll have Sunday. to link up. We'll have to link up. Anyways, yeah, definitely. So appreciate you, awesome. Mo. Mo, thank you for jumping on with us. We appreciate it. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We'll see you all next week. Bye.